When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Late Show Poncho with Stephen Colbert. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. My next guest tonight is the award-winning host of NPR's Fresh Air and, in my opinion, the greatest interviewer working today. Please welcome to A Late Show, Terry Gross. Hey, Terry. Hey, Stephen. It's so great to literally see you. I'm used to talking with you on the radio. I know. I'm used to talking with you on the radio, too, or even just hearing you on the radio, this is um, coming up on the 50th anniversary of National Public Radio. And what I just found out, which I did not know, is that you've been on the radio interviewing people for 45 of those 50 years. Not all of them at NPR, but what were those early days like doing your show? I, I think I have a photo here I want to show everybody. This is, this is you back in the <laughs> early days. You look like you could be a bass player for Peter Frampton. <laughs> it's, I love that hair. It's almost like a superpower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was long, <laughs> long and big. When did that go? Yeah. Uh, uh, on the floor, slowly. It, it kind of like it got shorter and shorter until uh, there was hardly anything which is so much easier to deal with. Well, how, how'd you get started? Um, what were the early days of, uh, of uh, was it called Fresh Air at the beginning? Well, well, I could take you back when I started in radio, which was on a college campus at the State University of New York at Buffalo, yeah. which is interesting in the sense that when NPR got started, a lot of the people at NPR came from college campus stations mm -hmm. and also like the small, the college campus stations were also feeding a lot of reports to NPR mm -hmm. and, and so on. And so it was a really exciting time to start. And I think as a woman, it was a great place to start because the women's movement was really big on campus. And so women were breaking into radio at our college station and other college stations too. And of course, Bill Seamring, who also had been a manager at a college station, was the first director of programming at NPR. He created All Things Considered and hired Susan Stamberg as a production assistant, and she went on to host the show. Well, as I've um, as, as I as I said before, and, I, and I've said to you, is that I, I think you're the, the, the best interviewer out there, certainly the person I like being interviewed by the most. And, oh, I, and, thank I, you. and I also like listening to the way you do interviews because I feel like we're all the third person sitting in the, the booth. Like you two, whoever you're interviewing, are having this conversation, and we're there along for the ride of this conversation. It fe it's always felt very intimate. And I'm wondering what you think the interviewer's job is. How do you, what are, what are your priorities when you're doing an interview? It depends what the interview is, but ideally, I'd like to get to something I didn't already know. You know, I do a fair amount of research before the interview, and I'd like to find out something that I don't know. I like to include things that I do know about because the listeners don't know, mm -hmm. <laughs> and the listeners don't necessarily know it. But I like some, and I like 
for instance, if it's not like a, a news interview, if it's not like about an area of expertise or something in the news, I like people to be casual. I want to get to know them. I therefore, I have listeners get to know them. I want them to be casual, funny, maybe, um, and confidential, to feel comfortable enough to reveal their best public self. And I don't delude myself into thinking that people are going to, you know, like become naked on our show and reveal their secrets. It's not the place for it. We all need we all need privacy and something really personal in our lives. But to be their best public self and their most comfortable public self. We have to take a break, but we'll be right back with more Terry Gross. Enjoying this episode of The Late Show Pod Show? Then head to cohst.app slash late show or visit the link in the description to fill out our quick two-minute survey all about getting to know you. Now you can feel like you're in the audience at the Ed Sullivan Theater with official Late Show with Stephen Colbert merchandise at ParamountShop.com. Shop t-shirts, mugs, accessories, and more, and Late Show Pod Show listeners can take 20% off with code TLS20. That's 20% off at checkout on all Late Show products with code TLS20 at ParamountShop.com. We're back with the host of NPR's Fresh Air, Terry Gross. Well, I, I have to say, one of, one of the reasons why I like being interviewed by you is that I get in, I've been interviewed a lot over the years. And we, we just did an interview, as the, the people at home will find out. When, when is it going to be on? It's going to be on tomorrow. It's going to be on tomorrow. And when it was over, Evie, my wife, said, how did it go? And I said, oh, uh, it, was, it was good. I, I don't think I'd been asked those questions before. Which oh, is, which really? Is, oh, good. Which is hard at this point. <laughs> which is hard yeah. at this point to do. And you also, um, in, in the gentlest possible way, you become, you, you get very intimate, as you were saying, with the guests. You talk about life and death and grief and crisis. And, and I'm wondering what, what you have talked about or who you've spoken to this year, or are there any particular interviews that you think were particularly resonant this year when all of us were living in this continuous crisis of COVID, among other things? I think, you know, cumulatively, they gave a sense of like, we're all, we're all dealing with, with this in our own way. And um, for me, as the interviewer, <laughs> it was kind of interesting, because I, I don't know if you go through this, Stephen, but what I go through, I, I spend a lot of time working and preparing for interviews, including on the weekend. So th there's so many like Sundays, for instance, when I've been home, like, reading a 600 page book for the next day's interview, thinking like, everyone else is at the beach or like everyone else is having brunch and two glasses of wine. And I'm on page 200 of the 600 page book. And like during the pandemic, I stopped doing that. I stopped thinking like everybody else is having fun and I'm working on Sunday I'm thinking like we're all in this together. Like we're all limited in what we can do. And I felt such a gratitude to have meaningful work, to be able to talk to people like you, you know, during the pandemic and, you know, and hear what your experience was like doing your show and hear what other experiences were like parenting or doing their work or not doing the work or being more depressed or, you know, what, what, whatever it was. It, it made me feel, you know, very connected 
to people, even though I wasn't actually seeing anybody or being with anybody except my husband. Well, I think that's what radio does. I, I love listening to the radio, uh, especially NPR, uh, because it makes me feel less alone, especially when they're asking me for money. Because it makes me feel, <laughs> it makes me feel needed. I think I'm the only one who needed, actually absolutely. likes <laughs> likes the pledge pledge drives. Um, when you uh, are interviewed by someone, and I assume it doesn't happen all that often, can you relinquish the reins? Have you been trying in your mind to keep yourself from grabbing this interview away from me and start asking the questions, or can you give that host job up when you're being interviewed? Well, you're a good interviewer, so I can I could give it up. And I'm so just kind of excited by the experience of being on your show that, um, and since I just interviewed you, I'm just so curious about what it's like to be interviewed by you. And, and I'm, well, I'm enjoying the experience. <laughs> as am I. I hope, Terry, I hope it was good for you too. Yeah. <laughs> Let's have a cigarette. <laughs> well, new episodes of Fresh Air are on NPR every weekday. Terry Gross, everybody. This has been The Late Show Poncho with Stephen Colbert. We'll be dropping classic guest segments and interviews all week before we're back on May 2nd with all new episodes. If you're enjoying The Late Show Poncho, leave us a five-star review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Watch The Late Show with Stephen Colbert weeknights at 11.35, Central on CBS and Paramount+. Plus. For more exclusive Late Show content, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and subscribe to The Late Show on YouTube. Jeremy Renner returns to Paramount Plus for a brand new season of the original hit series, Mayor of Kingstown. My job is to create a balance, avoid a war. From executive producer Taylor Sheridan, co-creator of Yellowstone. There's some new players in town, and they brought the flag. And Antoine Fuqua, director of Training Day. I know it's always been a war zone, Mike, but this is next level. The mayor is back in business. Are you warning me? You're going to find out. Mayor of Kingstown. New season streaming June 2nd, exclusively on Paramount Plus. Jon Stewart is back at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition wherever you get your podcast.